Welcome to the third episode of The Deplorables, where we talk about anything and everything. Nothing is off limits. I'm one of your hosts, Solly, with my co-hosts, Cade, Rob, and this week's episode, we're going to talk about a couple different things, all mafia related. You know, that new Irishman movie came out on Netflix, was got really good reviews. We're going to give that a quick review, so spoilers coming up. We all watched it. We're going to give our opinions. Then we each can talk about a couple different mafia figures to stick with that topic. So to open up, I'll start. I personally did not think that this was one of the best movies that that director ever came out with. I no. I would rate that movie. Everyone was giving it like a 9 and a 10 out of 10. I would honestly give it a 7.5, 8. I'd give it a 7. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I don't, I don't see a 9. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. It was a good movie, but like, there was definitely a lot of things that draw it away from it. The fact that Robert De Niro's action scenes were literal garbage. But we can talk about that because they did the new de-aging technology. Very true. Which was good. But it did not de-age the bodies. No. And the way they moved. So a lot of the scenes where they were young, his face, the faces looked good, I thought. But I agree. There were just scenes where he couldn't even move, almost. Like there's one scene where... After he kills someone and he goes to throw the gun in the river. The two guns, yeah. Yeah, the two guns. Yeah. And he's walking up on the rocks and stuff. Looks like it's a slip. Yeah, he's, yeah. I thought he was going to die up there. Yeah. The one scene that really killed it for me, like, honestly, was when he, in regards to how bad, like, you can't even say bad, because Robert De Niro is an old man, right? But the when he went in to that that shopkeeper who pushed his oh, daughter yeah. and beat him up. And That's the first thing that comes to mind right Yeah, there, threw yeah. him out mm-hmm. the window. And he was like, he looked like he had a crippled hand when he was stomping on him. And when he stepped on the hand, it didn't even look like he really stepped on the guy's hand. Like, it, it just no. all looked way out of whack. Even when he was kicking him and stuff, like, it just looked wonky. It didn't look like he was actually, like, putting effort into kicking him and shit. Yeah. But it's also, when they do that in movies, it also looks like they make contact with the patient. He, he doesn't even make contact with them. It was like watching a WWE wrestling Literally. match. Literally, yeah. But it was worse than a WWE wrestling I mean, match. Have you guys, any of you guys seen Goodfellas? Same director, pretty much same cast? No. no. People were saying that this, you have, first of all, you have to see Goodfellas. It's mm-hmm. probably the best gangster movie that's ever came out, ever. I'm not going to lie, I'm I'm behind on the gangster movies. Got, what, listen, you'll watch Goodfellas and you'll tell me it was wor- I was right for putting you onto that. Like, right. That movie, phenomenal. Like really, one of the only ones I've watched is Scarface. Scarface is classic. Different yeah. kind of gangster movie, though. The mo- this, Scarface is drug cartel. Mm-hmm. Goodfellas is mafia. New York mafia, 60s. It was like what it was like to be in a mafia crew on the ground floor, mm-hmm. which was innovative because before that we had The Godfather, which was the boss and the boss's family. This was like not made guys. These were street guys who worked with the mafia and how they did their shit. And it's based on a true story, so it's crazy. But that was same director, same mm-hmm. cast pretty much. Ray Liotta's in it, but it's Robert De Niro, Pesci, Ray, Ray Liotta. Did he do The Godfather also? No. 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 I didn't think so. I've that was never Frank seen is, The Francis Copia or something. Yeah. But anyway, I compared it to De Niro. There's one scene in Goodfellas where De Niro and Pesci savagely killed this guy. Like, honestly, it was it's known to be one of the most savagely directed, like, scenes because it's so, it's exactly how it went down in real life. And it's so ruthless and crazy how they, they kill him with their hands. Like the guy, Joe uh, Pesci pistol whips him to death while De Niro's stomping on his face. And it's raw. Like it's real. They like, show that too. They like show the everything. Face smashing and everything. stuff. That's crazy. And I compared it to that because that's the, in that scene, De Niro's probably in his 40s or 30s. And he's kicking the shit out of this guy's head, stomping on it. And it looked real. Mm-hmm. Like, And that was in the 90s. Didn't have all these effects back then. And it, you literally, it sounds like someone's getting their head kicked in. Like, mm-hmm. you, that noise you would imagine it sounds. I compared it to that. And I know De Niro's, like, what, 80 years old? No. I think he's, like, high 70s, mid high 70s. So I try to cut him some slack, but let's, not to talk about all the negative stuff. The good stuff in the movie, I thought, was it was very informative. You know, it definitely opened a lot of people's eyes to how the country was during that mm-hmm. time. I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it, like I said, we're going to talk about their spoilers, but I mean, it pretty much says that the mafia killed Kennedy, Yeah, that they were the ones who were in charge of assassinating him. And I want to come back to that because I am totally on board with I'm that. I'm 100% on board with that I'm too. 100% on board with that now. There's been like evidence leaked from like the government 
where they know for sure that Sam Giacana, I think his name was, mm-hmm. uh, was a Midwest gangster, like boss, fixed the election so Kennedy would win in certain states. Yeah, can we talk about how like, ingrained into the government the mafia was at that point? Yeah, it was insane. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Joe Kennedy, the father... Bootlegger, drug dealer. Actually went to the mafia, especially in Chicago, to fix the election for his son. Well, like that's, that, well, that's because, like they even said, Joe Kennedy. I mean, no one knows, but it's it's very well thought that Joe Kennedy was a bootlegger during mm-hmm. Prohibition and a drug dealer during that time, and he worked with the gangsters, you know, and they he was friends with all of them, you know, so that's how Kennedy made all of his money. A lot of people say that theory has been very popular, and I—it's honestly I'm sold behind it. I mean, that one scene where Pacino is going crazy and they're at that dinner party for De Niro, and you got Pesci and De Niro talking, and Pesci goes, "Listen, they can whack a president. They can oh, whack yeah. a president of a union." That's that fucking chills down my spine. I was like, "That's crazy," because like they definitely did whack Kennedy, and they got away with it. It's incredible how much power, because the way they did it was the mafia went to the Teamsters and got the union to vote for Kennedy. That was one of the ways, yeah. That was one of the ways. It was one of the big ways. And it's incredible. Well, actually, no. It wasn't as big with that, because the leader of the of the Teamsters union at that time was Jimmy Hoffa. Hoffa was like God to these people, to his, his union brothers, and Hoffa hated the Kennedys. Yeah, Hoffa he, was a Nixon supporter. He even support gave Nixon 500 k of Teamster pension money. They even said that. Yeah, but Actually, he mainly hated his son. <clears throat> he hated. He knew that what would happen if if Joe if uh, John Kennedy got became president, that Robert would be put up his brother and would, and do something and prosecute them. And Robert Kennedy was chasing the mob and chasing Jimmy Hoffa for a while. How did Hoffa know that? And the rest, of, the mob did not. Well, know no, that. The, the mob looked at it like this: the people who were in power in the mafia at the time were old timers. Meaning that they went, they believed in if they were the criminal scumbags, murderers, drug dealers, but they go by a code of ethics with rules and keeping to your word. And they thought that Joe Kennedy, the dad, gave his that he gave his word that he keep the kids in line. So they thought that they would listen to the dad because that's how Italians are. They listen to the father, and that everything would be okay. They would just wanted to be patient. They'd get Cuba back, which. You know, because, you know, they had huge gambling interests in, cas- mm. in casinos. I researched it afterwards. I mean, these guys, every casino in Cuba, there was like, in Havana alone, there was like 30 casinos. Every casino was owned by the mafia. So do you think the whole Bay of Pigs and everything was 100%. instituted by the mafia to get Cuba back so they could get access to all their money in casinos? Again? I think that they had a good hand in it. Yeah. 100%. I mean, you, people nowadays won't understand it because... That was the golden age of the mafia. We think of the mafia now like, you know, like the Sopranos, you know, mm-hmm. where the FBI is arresting everyone and people are flipping left and right and, and no one could do anything. This was the 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, these guys had judges. They had senators. They had presidents. They had presidents. I mean, they had so much, they had more cash than any business person and they were bribing everyone left and right. They had extreme power. They controlled Vegas. They controlled all of gambling controlled all of crime i mean it wasn't it was before you know the mexicans got into it or the colombians or the russians it was really they controlled everything mm-hmm. if you went to a got to a prostitute you gambled illegally if you bought drugs if you l- borrowed money from a loan shark it was all connected to the mafia in the whole country so they had so much wealth and power that it's definitely believable that they had the means to assassinate a president and get away with it I always wonder, the reason that you said they believe Joe Kennedy would keep his kids in line because they listen to their father and that's what they do. But the reason they didn't was because Joe Kennedy had a stroke. Yeah, he died too early. So I wonder what would have happened if he didn't have these health issues and he stayed. He probably would have kept them in line and none of this would have happened. I always wonder something different. I always wonder what would happen if they would have whacked Robert Kennedy and not John Kennedy. Did they whack Later, later, I, later I was gonna say did. later did they rack that him? That was still. years later. Yes, when he was running for president, I they believe knew what they, would happen if he became president. Then he would go after them again. I mean, 
I definitely think they they could have been involved in that, but I mean, if you listen to like quotes from wise guys now, you know, they always say like, you know, you they, 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 like, maybe they want us to think that it's true, that they killed the Kennedys because it makes them feel more powerful. But mm-hmm. there's, like, a saying, like, oh, you know, look what they did to the Kennedys. They betrayed him. You know, they betrayed them, so they killed the sons. I mean, you know, like, it's definitely possible. But I think that if they would have killed Robert Kennedy before John Kennedy, that John Kennedy would have gotten the message and would have went into line. Because you had to, I think they knew they had to kill one or the other. I wonder why they chose John over Robert. Because you would think, A, it would be easier to kill Robert. Because he's not the president. I don't think it was hard for them to kill anyone back then. No, true. But also, they really didn't have any beef with John Kennedy. Other than well, appointing his about. brother to be... That's true. I was right on the same page with you there. Why they right? go for him instead of... Well, we don't but, I mean, there might have been some personal vendettas with the whole Marilyn Monroe situation yeah. where she was involved with the mafia, but also sleeping with John. Maybe there was some, some jealousy in play. There's a lot more that plays into it that we don't know about. And there could have been massive conversation or massive beefs or agreements between the two, that between John and the mafia that we don't know about and we'll never know about, frankly. And... They, they had their reasons. I'm sure they were calculating enough at the time to consider which one had to go. I mean, in regards to what they believed, and I think that they, they wouldn't have just whacked one without thinking about who to whack more, you mm-hmm. know? They probably, there's a lot more to it that no one knows. You know, everyone who knows is dead, and the government's never going to tell us. So, but, but another issue with whacking John instead of the brother first is there's no guarantee that he would have been removed from his post as attorney general once Johnson came in. No, I think that Johnson was also in on it. You think so? You think Johnson yeah, was in with the mob you, on killing Yes, because John. if you read about it, if they didn't go about this in the movie, but when I researched it more, the mob put Johnson in there. Like, it's part of the whole theory. Like, when they went to Joe, Joe Kennedy was asking them for support way before, as in the mafia, the dad was asking them for support way before they supported him. And they, he said, what can I do, essentially, to get you guys to come on board? And they wanted to, they wanted to make sure that things were going to be aligned right for them, that they were serious about being partners with the mob, the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. So they said they, they wanted Lyndon to go in there. It's all part of the theory. They said, make Lyndon Johnson, the vice president, and we'll know you're serious about not fucking us, and we'll, we'll give you our support. It's all part of the theory. And notice that Lyndon Johnson didn't go after the mafia ever Mm-mm. after that. In fact, he didn't keep the brother in his position as attorney general. Exactly. So there is no way they could have gone after the mafia. And you know the next attorney general had clear, they sent a clear message to him like, hey, we're not going after the mafia anymore. Yeah, look what happens. They didn't. And also, you can even look at Nixon. I mean, Nixon was extremely corrupt. We all know this. And mm. he was in, drenched with mafia. I mean, he. the movie even talked about how he played golf with the Teamsters president at the time and a high-ranking New Jersey mafia figure. That's true. That's, like, documented. There's pictures of them golfing together. President shouldn't be golfing with a high-ranking mafia figure unless the mafia figure's giving him money. Right. I mean, they paid, they paid the mafia, Nixon, in donations for his campaign to give Jimmy Hoffa a pardon. That's true. That's been proven. I didn't even know that he pardoned he Jimmy Hoffa. He pardoned Jimmy Hoffa because they contributed over $2 million or something like that to his campaign for election. And I'm sure that wasn't even like a scandal at the time because Jimmy Hoffa was very popular he was amongst loved, the public. Yeah. So if anything, Robert was just unpopular for having gone gone after him. I think it was fifty fifty, but most of the I think the people in the media like they do now, so they didn't know the, the underbelly of unions. Mm. And he was loved, I think Jimmy Hoffa. Um, How do you guys feel about the end? Do you think that's, I don't know if you guys read anything, I have different theories on what where Jimmy Hoffa is and who killed him. Mm. I mean, I think that theory is pretty believable, that Frank shot him and they cremated him. I think it would make sense. I think they probably definitely cremated him, however he was killed, what do just you think, to Rob? hide the body. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the most believable, yeah. Yeah. 
because there's a there's something that came out in the news recently, like over the last like eight days, is that a man who owns a construction yard for toxic waste in New York or New Jersey, one of the states, he said on his he's on his deathbed, he said that Jimmy Hoffa is buried under the toxic waste in at, New York, in New York and New Jersey, and that he wants the family to have peace. And the FBI said they're going to use sonar to go see if there's bodies, like skulls, under the toxic waste, and if there is, they're going to dig it up. But the thing is, that's like 400 miles away. Yeah, if you watch the movies, you get killed in, in the Michigan. West. Yeah, the Detroit. Yeah. So I, that's my trouble with that theory is, is why would they get the body that far? You would think they would want to just get rid of it there, either dump it in the ocean, cremate it. I mean, we all know they had cemetery. They had funeral parlors in their pocket to cremate. I mean, they killed a president. They definitely could get a funeral parlor to let them cremate someone. I would say the two reasons why he would be in New York and not Michigan. And one is they wanted to get the body as far away from that area as possible. But there is no body once you cremate it. That's true, but there's still evidence then. People, they could still find the cremation and then... How? It's a lot easier to transfer a cremation than to transfer a body. That's true. But if you cremate someone, why don't you just dump the, the ashes in the, in the ocean? Dump them in the ground. They're gone. You yeah, can't identify you're in Michigan, ashes. So you could go to the Great Lakes. You yeah. could identify ashes. You can? I'm sure. Yeah, but there's no way you dump them in the ocean. There's no way they're. Yeah, gonna, there's no yeah. way then. So then, but then my other theory is that maybe the movie got it all wrong, and he wasn't killed in Michigan, but was in fact killed in New York. No one knows. That's the thing. Exactly. No one knows. And we're never gonna know, quite frankly. I mean, unless they find a body. And then a lot of people are saying that the story that the Irishman tells isn't exactly true. That this is this is going off based off of research that a guy did about the Irishman, about Frank. And yeah, and there's also monologues that the guy, yeah, that he interviewed exactly. him. So there's a lot of questions about How what truthful. much of he said is actually true. Yeah. I question that too, because if you look at it, Frank, who is um, Robert De Niro's character, he like claims, the real guy does too, that he was involved in every mystery mob hit that's famous. He's like, really like the biggest mob member of all time at like that point. Like the biggest hitman of all exactly. time. Exactly. Like, he killed Joey, Crazy Joe, Gallo, which is, like, obscene. Like, it's like, first of all, I mean, I know it was the time and the mob run every, ran everything and they have, you know, police and judges and they have network of people to get cars away and, and guns get rid of and all that. But how is this guy for 30 years traveling all over the country whacking people left and right and he's not getting caught? the 60s and the 70s, there's no real way of tracking where people were at that time. I mean, yes and no, but you even said that they, for a long time, they had the FBI breathing down their neck because of Robert Kennedy. He was still whacking people during that time period. Mm. So, Another issue is a lot of the FBI was in their pocketbook. They yeah, but not the pockets. squad that was with Robert Kennedy. No, not the squad that was with them. Kennedy, but the squad that was with Kennedy wasn't in for that long. Yeah, a few years. John F. Kennedy was president for, what, three years before he was assassinated? So Robert was there for maybe three years? That's true. That's not a whole lot of time to get the evidence and everything else you need on these guys in order to prosecute them. I like also how in that movie they, they brought up mob figures that are well-known, but you never see them in movies. Like, they talk about um, Fat Tony Salerno, I think mm. his name is, who was, like, the biggest fucking guy, one of the biggest in New York during the 70s and 80s. I mean, this guy, have you guys ever heard of the Concrete Club? No. So in New York City, it might even still be like this. The Concrete Club was a group of mobsters who controlled the concrete unions and set the prices for everything. It was a monopoly, and they controlled it. They set the price for what concrete was going to cost. They set the price of for bidding wars, fixed bidding, so who was going to get the jobs. It was all fixed so they could make a fortune. And he was in tro control of the concrete club. So can you imagine during the 70s and 80s when New York was going through their building boom, how many buildings were built with concrete? All of them. How much do you – and he controls it. Think about all the money this guy's making. They also said, I read about him, that during the 60s, he ran the biggest gambling empire in the in the country. They were doing fifty million dollars a year in profits from gambling in the sixties. That's like the equivalent of four hundred something million today. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, crazy. This guy was an earner 
he was in Fortune magazine and they during the when during the eighties at Red Two. They said he was worth like thirty billion. That's crazy, especially at that time. That's yeah. absolutely crazy. These guys were like, and you couldn't even tell, mm-hmm. you know, by looking at them. Yeah, they just looked like average guys from the neighborhood. Almost. Yeah, I mean, he also another interesting fact about Fat Tony Solano that was that was cool is that and he his operation was in East Harlem, which was mostly Italian back in the day, but then became African American. Is most what most people lived in there, and everyone wise guy left except him. He stayed there. He was like the only white guy on the block, but he knew, you know, he he was the he was the man. You know, he was gangster. Mm-hmm. No one was gonna fuck with him. You know, you knew what's gonna happen if you jump this guy. You know, you rob his joint. What's gonna happen? They're gonna kill you. You know what I mean? Kill your family. I mean, they can do it. So it's just very interesting. The guy was worth a fortune. He but, was the one in the movie that had the biggest issue with Hoffa at the end. Was he? Yeah, he, he's the, he was the one that was kind of like, I'm trying to rack this guy. I'm getting tired of him. A lot of um, mafia figures that are alive now that were turncoats that were in the 80s and became rats in the 90s, they say that Fat Tony Solano is the one who ordered the hit on Jimmy Hoffa. A lot mm-hmm. of them say that, different guys. Um, one of them is Michael Franchise, I think his name is. Um who knows? I mean, I'm sure he was definitely one of the bigger players in construction, and he—they all relied on the Teamsters pension to fund their construction projects to get the funding so they could build. It was all a racket, mm-hmm. you know. Like, oh, you're a private developer, you go to the Teamsters, they're going to give you, you know, four hundred million dollars to build a casino. We're going to build the casino, so we're going to get money from building it from that from that number. Then we're also going to take a skim from it. They didn't talk about the the skim mm-hmm. in the movie. Which is another movie that the director made called Casino, where they talk about that, where the mob built pretty much every casino, did the construction, made a fortune off that. The Teamsters Union paid for that, and then they put their own people into the casinos and they would skim money off of it. So if the casino was making a million dollars a day, the casino would only write down that they made nine hundred thousand a day. Hundred thousand would go to the mob, right. and every month they would send people with suitcases to the casino. They literally would walk into the casino, walk into the, the safe, and just take money and bring it back to the mob bosses. Millions. So they're making a fucking fortune off these casinos. I mean, they, they made money off building it. They only they controlled the unions, like the, the gamers' unions, for the, ga- the, the dealers. Mm-hmm. The, the drink and bartender union, they controlled that, so they got money off that, and they were skimming off the joint. So imagine how many millions these guys made off that. I mean, it's insane. I mean... It's incredible how you could do that back then. But you mentioned pensions right there. I thought one of the funniest scenes in the movie <laughs> was who was the um the mob dude from Florida that wore the shorts oh, in the one he scene. He was from Jersey, but he was in Oh he's from Jersey, yeah. yeah, but he's in Florida. But uh when he and Hoffa <laughs> are in prison together. You people and you people. <laughs> and Hoffa just trying to eat his ice cream and he's like, I want my pension. He's like, uh no. <laughs> <laughs> I like what he goes. I'm not talking about this anymore. <laughs> and the guy's just like, lower your fucking voice. He's like, tell me to lower my voice. You cocksucker. <laughs> Fuck you. The guy's just like, don't call me a cocksucker. He's like, you people. It's like, oh, you people. You people. <laughs> you, people. you people. You people. Who are you calling you people? <laughs> What's that? I like on the second scene where he's just like, you're late. That's his watch. The guy's like, you got to account for traffic. 15 minutes. He's like, I do account for traffic. That's why I gave you 10 minutes. The guy's just like, nah, 15 minutes is more of the time. And then Robert was like, how about 12 and a half? <laughs> just like, yeah, meet in the middle. Yeah, that scene was definitely better than the second scene. Yeah. yeah. And then in that scene when he's like, all right, you called him you people? He's like, yeah. He's like, all right, just, how about you apologize for that? He's like, all right, fine. I'll apologize for calling him you people. When he apologizes for, cu- for being late. <laughs> he goes, you wop cocksucker. <laughs> and then that guy just went crazy. Though. Like that, was, that scene seemed very realistic to me because those yeah. guys are wackadoos. Those, they're crazy people, these guys. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, okay, I'll apologize to you after I kidnapped your granddaughter, rip her guts out, and mail it to you in a fucking envelope. I was like, <laughs> I was like okay. I was like. And he's talking about what he's wearing in that scene. He's like, you come to a business meeting? In short, you dress up for a business meeting. He's just like, this is how you dress in Florida? <laughs> I like how that, from that scene on, every scene with Al Pacino, that was brought up. Yeah. He was like, the motherfucker came to the meeting late. 
wearing shorts. Who does that? <laughs> it's like every scene ever since that scene, he just brought that up. And the guys were just like, yeah, it's crazy. Four shorts to a meeting. I really like how in that scene, it was like, whatever he said about like people dying because it's like eight degrees in New York and shit. And he's like, it's summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That whole thing was funny. Yeah, it's a good he's like, what? It's summer. It's not freezing in New York. <laughs> Oh shit, that show is funny. I'm making a point. <laughs> I really like how they can make a, a serious mafia movie but still have that kind of comedy, comedy in it. Yeah. I think that's the best comedy, like that dark kind of humor. That's, that's my favorite type. Yeah, yeah they're realistic. It was, that was good. I gotta give it to Jimmy Hoffa though. That dude is not scared of the mob at all. Or at least how they portray him in the movie. He's not afraid of them I at think all. it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Because a lot of people say he was like that. But honestly, if he knew it was good for him, he would have been scared. Because those I mean, people... he basically was mom. He was, but he wasn't. He, was, he yeah, wasn't Italian. So he basically was. So that's why he wasn't afraid. I mean, he did a lot for He him. had the same type of relationship, the same type of... You would have thought since... But wouldn't you think that would make him more afraid? That he was in the... He was working with them on everything. He knew what these guys were doing, how they got things done, what they were capable of. And now he could see they were all turning on him. And wouldn't that make you scared? Like, think about it. We're all in a crew, a mafia crew. We kill people together. I know how we, how you guys... We whack people all the time. I know you guys know how to do it. Get away with it. And all of a sudden, you guys turn on me. Wouldn't you think I would be terrified? Because I know what you guys do, and I know what you're capable of doing. I've seen it. I've used you guys to do it. We've done it together. I know what all of you can do to me now that you're turning on me. Like, I would be like, that would make him more scared. Yeah, but... He didn't think they were going to kill him, though. He no. truly thought that they weren't going to do That's it. That's why he was like, like, how they have to go... <clears throat> how they go through... Uh, Whenever they need to get approval, basically, to kill somebody. Yeah, they need to. So that's why he was, like, talking about how he wanted somebody dead, but he didn't think it was going to get approved. I don't remember exactly who it was. There's, like, a chain of commands. No one yeah. can just... If you're a member, you have to get approved by someone higher up to get you killed. Yeah, so he knows that he would essentially need be... Like, he wouldn't end up being on that list of being approved. Because he's got a lot going for them. He's yeah. He's got I... money. He's got connections. He's... I think it was a combination of two things. It was, one, he thought his track record was solid enough to where he, they would not whack him. To where he's like, I've made them this much money, I've done this much for them. Yeah, some yeah there's no way that they're going to whack me. And then two, I think he thought he was way too popular. Yeah, he thought it was too to be big killed. to fail. Yeah, he like too he was big too to public. Yeah. Like, if they killed him, then they'd risk the whole union uprising and turn it against the mafia, so they wouldn't do it. But you think that he would know they can make people disappear? I would think so. I really would, but it does not appear that way at all. But that's, I, mean, I think this movie is going to be good for younger generations, like our generation, because yeah. we don't know who Jimmy Hoffa was. I mean, I did. But you I, I had no idea before the movie who he was. I've heard his name before, but I had no idea what he did. I mean, I didn't know like that. I mean, like that. Yeah, was like that. Like how popular he was, how much control yeah. he really had. He's one of the most powerful people in the world. Yeah. The time, yeah. I mean, it, the craziest thing about the movie really was just how much detail it was. It was a little long, but the detail. Some of the details were definitely necessary. Mm -hmm. it, it like you appreciated the details. You had a fuller understanding of what was going on. Um, well, one thing that was interesting to me too was um, Buffalino <clears throat> Pesci's character. I read about him. This guy was fucking the behind the scenes man in that time like if anything went down he was part of it somehow mm -hmm. like he put together the hit or he put the hitman there or he got the driver there or he made the peace between everyone before so that people wouldn't get angry i mean this guy was from pennsylvania lived in pennsylvania yeah, i read his, his territory was like northeastern pennsylvania like the scranton area and who would have thought i mean guy was extremely mm -hmm. powerful you would think the most powerful guys would have been the New York City guys, Usually the Chicago guys. I think they were more powerful than him, but he had respect. Mm -hmm. Like, they wouldn't whack him out because he was an old-timer. He was with Luciano, you know, who, who founded the Mafia. He was with them in Cuba. Like, he was the generation before the people in power in New York. Mm -hmm. So they respected him. He was an old-timer. He was friends with everyone. You know what I mean? So they wouldn't have whacked him out for anything. But he knew the game. So he would never get put himself in a situation where he would get killed. I mean, I think part of the reason why he killed, 
he had Hava killed, mm-hmm. like why he went on board with it. I mean, if he, they even he even said it in the end in that movie, when they were in the jail and they were old. He's like, I picked us over him, because he knew that like he could have backed Hava, but then they would have just whacked him out too. They would have had no choice because they mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't want a war, you know, between the people inside the mafia. But. I agree. We talk about who killed Jimmy Hoffa, and in the movie, it's it's the Irishman, it's Frank. Mm-hmm. And I give some credence to that only because of what his position was with Jimmy Hoffa. He was the inside guy he with him. He was the yeah. inside guy with him. He was the one that was working with him. He was the one that Hoffa had run for the president of one of the Teamsters. He was his bodyguard, essentially. He was his bodyguard, essentially. Hoffa had no idea, though, that he was, like, the inside guy, though, for the mob. Mm-hmm. Like, you notice in that one scene, that, that award scene where he's getting Frank in his award, J- Jimmy Hoffa is telling Frank, he's like, listen, Frank's like, you should put some bodies around you, get some bodyguards, if you're not going to stand down. And Jimmy was like, no, because then they're just going to go after my family. He's like, but you should get some bodyguards. He has no idea that he is with the mob. Like, mm-hmm. he's more with the mob than him. As in Hoffa, he's like, you should get some bodyguards around you because you're with me, so they might come after you. He had no idea that this guy was really with the mob. Mm-hmm. Like, that he was a mob guy, and he was just, he's friends with Jimmy, but his loyalty was with Russell Buffalino and the New York families, you know? Which I found very interesting. Like, that's what those details in those movies, like, I had to watch it twice before this, so that's why I picked up on those, like, that detail. Was like, I just thought that, like, you know... Jimmy Hoffa knew it was up, and he was just the middle guy. Like, he knew that they were equal. He was equal with both of them. But that watching that again and listening to that dialogue, again, that exchange, made me realize that Jimmy Hoffa in that movie did not realize that Frank was more loyal to the mafia than he was to him. He had no idea. Especially since throughout the movie, Hoffa was always closer to Frank's family than was... Well, Russell Buffalino was close with... Yeah, but, like, they showed the daughter. Like, the daughter was affectionate with Jimmy Hoffa, but didn't, like... A lot of people complained about the daughter's role in the movie, how she had no lines or anything. That added more depth, though. That, exactly. That's, yeah. what, that's what I thought. What do you think, Rob? I didn't mind it. It didn't bother me. I mean, yeah. Whatever. I thought their relationship was uncomfortable. It was definitely... Yeah, like, I mean, at first, it was weird, yeah. It was like, oh, I just got this ice cream for everyone except you guys, just me and her. Yeah. He's like, you know what I like more? They get in my picture, take it. He's like whispering <laughs> in her ear. She's like, what? I was like, he's about to say something gross. It's about to be weird. He's putting in the moves, and he was like, ice cream. And I was like, oh, okay. I thought something yeah, else. But it's like Russell's weird thing with her as well. <laughs> yeah, they all, they all liked her for some reason. Yeah, they all really liked Peggy. Yeah. I, think that was, I think that was weirder than... <laughs> yeah, there's what three or four daughters, and they all went they there. all went to Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> she must have felt like the shit, you know. And who's the one that the grocer got beat up over? It Peggy, was, uh, Peggy, Peggy, yeah. <laughs> Peggy was just the center of attention. She didn't respect she really nothing. Was, yeah. I like who Peggy was like. You know why God made the sky so high? And she's just looking at him like, "Fuck you." <laughs> He's just like. So the little birdies don't hit their head while they're flying. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and like fucking De Niro's laughing his ass off. And she's just like, in her head, she's like, <laughs> also. And I'm just like, yeah, she gets it. She slaps. <laughs> she gets it. Oh, man. Imagine one of the most dangerous men in the country telling you like, a joke like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I get the feeling she doesn't like me, you know? Oh, why doesn't she like me? It's like, dude, who gives a fuck? She's six years old. Like, who <laughs> He's like, listen, sometimes when the parents get divorced, the kids get confused and they get resentful and they don't know who to get mad to. He's like justifying why she doesn't like him. He's like, so she resents me, you know? And I'm just like, dude, it's not that deep. You're just a killer and she knows it. And and De Niro's like, no, no, she's scared of me too. And he's just like, what? You're the dad. She can't can't be scared of you. And he was like, well, you know, she reads the newspapers. It's not the fact that I broke some guy's hand in front of her. I mean, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but that that seemed like terrible. And then he <laughs> beat up the grocer. Like the the special effects, the special effects throughout the whole movie were terrible too. Especially in the scenes where he was like shooting somebody, like the gun animation, the the, the makeup and everything on it. They do use blanks, yes, but I'm talking about like the flash and like I, I just thought, thought the it was flash all is part done. of the blank. Nah, it's. I've, I'm I've shot about, like, a blank actual, gun though. I'm talking about the actual 
like person getting shot. You mean like the bullet? The bullet them hitting blood. them and like the how they one react hit to at it. the end was good. Which one? The one where they killed that Sally guy outside. He's walking out of oh, the social yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. That was a great scene. And that's um, what's the director's name again? Martin. Squish. I can never Squish. say his last Squish. name. I know I his name, but I can't say his last Squish. name. Squish. Thank you. Squish. He is known for making scenes with like picture depth and, and like, like the songs are all meant to play with the scene. And that scene had a lot going for it. Like you notice, he shoots the guy. Right, they shoot him like six times in the head. The guy hits the ground. His hands are still in his pocket. And then to the left of him, you see the Pope, a statue of a Pope in the social club window. And the other side, you see the Virgin Mary. Symbolism. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing, guy. That's the stuff you pick up on when you watch it twice. twice exactly. Mm-hmm. The first time I was like, oh, shit, they just killed this guy. She <laughs> Pop, pop, pop. But that's another thing. I don't even want to watch it again because it was so long. It was three oh, and a half yeah. hours. I know. I put it. What I did was that I did a lot of driving mm-hmm. this this um, weekend. I was going to Harrisburg a lot, so I had it on my surround sound. And maybe I shouldn't be watching it while I was driving. I had it on my <laughs> my mount. But you know, I didn't get any accidents. <laughs> there were close calls though. Did, but did close you calls. die though? <laughs> I'm naturally a ghost. But anyway, <laughs> I came all the way back from the grave to give this podcast. <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was too long. It, it, they could have done it in like a two and a half hour time frame. I feel like I really want to know why he made it that long. He must have had a reason. He's the one. He's the best director of all time, in my opinion. There's Is no, that his signature thing, though? Is his movies really long? His movies are typically two and a half hours. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to look at his track record. Okay, Goodfellas, Casino, The Departed, Wolf of Wall Street, Raging mm-hmm. Bull. All oh. these movies were his. Mm-hmm. He directed them, and they were all. Phenomenal. I feel like they really could have cut the end of the movie off, like the last 45 no, minutes, I, where it's I just De Niro it. in the nursing home getting old. and. Oh, that part you mean? Yeah, I appreciated I was, them yeah. being in jail. Because you yeah. never see that in mob movies. It usually ends with them either getting killed or going to jail. You never see what it's like for them in jail. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated seeing them all in jail, like in their life in jail. I appreciated that. But I don't know. I think that he was in the wheelchair a little bit, too. It's just like, oh, he fell in the hallway. <laughs> oh, he can't put pills in his medicine thing. Yeah, stuff like that is, like, unnecessary. Oh, he went to visit his daughter who hates him at work, and she dubbed him. No, literally, the ending was just so drawn out. It was. I did find it funny, though, when I think it was two guys from the FBI came to talk to yeah. him outside. And he, they're like, uh, you can just tell us, like, what happened. What did you do? And he's like, uh, yeah, you talk to my lawyer. And they're like, he's dead. He died, like, 30 years he ago. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, yeah, really? They're all dead. Everybody's dead. You're the only one alive, Frank. I mean, come on now. I like the scene near the end where, like, the, he's, like, flipping through pictures. And, like, the, the nurse, like, sees one of the pictures of, like, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. And she's like, who's that? It's like, that's Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> and she like didn't really actually know who he was. She and he, she's so like, oh, I know who that is. And he's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> she's yeah. like, all right, I don't. <laughs> but I did like the whole how they did the movie from his view, like his narration. You telling the whole story. Yeah. And I like the way they did the driving, and like each stop. Oh yeah. Was like a story, like the gas it, station it connected with and, the story. Yeah, it's yeah. connected to the story somehow. I like that one scene, though. It's another funny scene when they're driving. They go to the jewelry store. And you got Joe Pesci talking to the jewelry store owner, and he's like a partner. And he's just like, listen, I like you. You're a good, good man. We do good business. But your son, he's a fucking guy. motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's just like, he's out of control. You got to control this kid, okay? Because people aren't going to want to shop at your store anymore. And the guy's just like, I'm sorry. You're right. And he's like, listen, if it's not good for you, it's not good for me. Capiche? And the guy's just like... Mr. Buffalino, you're right. I'm sorry. He's just like, oh, no problem. Your word's good. He'll take care of it. And he's just like, all right, give me a kiss. <laughs> no, <you don't. laughs> I was trying to decide, did the kid hear? It looked like he heard. The kid, the kid like, was, he was like, like, you know, shaking his head and shit. And then they leave, and the dad's just like, the fuck are you going to grow up? You're going to grow up, dude. That was a good scene. And, and then meanwhile, the wives are talking. They're like, oh, what should they got him a gift. We should get him a gift. She's like, what do we get him a baby spoon? Like, baby spoon? Not even married yet. <laughs> I was like, I appreciated that whole scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. I was like, all right, I see what you're doing. It's funny. 
Yeah, He's good. a fucking Stugatz. <laughs> He's crazy. You can't control him. <laughs> One scene I like for two separate reasons, another completely opposite reasons, is when they're in Michigan and they pick up Hoffa from the restaurant. One, the son, Hoffa's son is driving the car. And he drives him, picks him up, and then drives him to his death. Yeah. Which I thought was just like a crazy part of the movie. It's true, too. And then yeah. the fish before that. <laughs> the fish in the car. The whole dialogue. He's <laughs> like, what kind of fish was it? <laughs> and then as they get in the car, there's even more dialogue. He's like, what do you know about fish? You ever caught a fish before? The guy's like, no. He's like, you don't fucking know how to do a fish. <laughs> He's like, listen. Whenever you bring a fish in your car, you don't do it. But when you do, make sure it's packed tight, you know? And the dad's like, he's like, I know, dad. And he's like, do you know? You know? Good. You're going to need to know this for your life. I was just like, what the fuck? He's like, can you see out of those glasses? The guy's like, absolutely not. He's like, good thing you're not fucking driving. <laughs> Pacino made that movie. Pacino and Pesci made the movie. Yeah. De Niro, I wasn't a fan of. And it was sucky because he was the main character. But I think Pacino. I think Pacino is the best phenomenal. in the movie. Phenomenal. Yeah. Pesci was good, too. He was very good. De Niro is definitely the worst out of all of them. Yeah, and Pesci, he should get a lot of points because whenever he's in a mob movie, he's always the crazy one. Like, mm-hmm. the crazy one who kills everyone. Like, yeah. oh, I'm a fucking moment. Like, like, in Goodfellas and Casino, he's, he's the tough guy in Casino, too. So this one, he wasn't the tough guy. He was the quiet old man who orders the hits. He's very calm and composed. Mm-hmm. It's like I like the way he talked. Like, you could tell what he was saying without him saying it. Yeah. He was just like... You know, some people are worried. Not me, but some people. I was just like, yeah, so you're worried. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's like, certain people, I think you're not, you know, showing respect and you're not showing appreciation. Not me, but certain people. <laughs> I was like, why does Trump talk like this? <laughs> I was like, Donald Trump talks just like this. Because <laughs> it's effective. That's right. Because it's effective. But I like in the, um, in the beginning, like how Frank gets in with the mob with the, the stakes. Uh-huh. And like, his first interaction with them is like, uh, so you like steaks, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, I like steaks. I can get you some good steaks. <laughs> <laughs> like, the best steak. Guys are like, oh, can you? <laughs> two more the next day. There's two more like this. What was your favorite scene, Rob? Uh, I don't know. I can't really say I had a favorite scene. A lot of which are we, we talked about already. I really liked... Um, like when the similar scene, I can't remember how it went. Give me a minute, I'll come back to it. All right, I'll, I'll give you one. My favorite scene in the movie is when after the whole steak your thing. Fifth favorite scene in the movie. All right, like this is my favorite favorite scene in the movie. Okay, okay? your favorite right, this is favorite the one. This is number one is when after the whole steak thing, he goes to meet the lawyer. <laughs> and it's Ray Romano. Yeah. First off, trying to take Ray Romano seriously so in like hard. a mobster movie is just. The hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but I thought that scene was just downright hilarious yeah. when he's questioning him about, like, uh. Did you do it? You don't have to tell me. But, like, <laughs> yeah, that was, did you do it? Like, I'm going to defend you anyway. <laughs> and he's, he's just like, all right. He's just looking at him like, well, did you? <laughs> and he's like, well, can they catch you? Like, do they have proof? No. We're good. Right, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a really good scene. I liked how Pesci, whenever he was ordering someone's death to someone, he never said it. It's that was that's real. Like that's how the mafia is. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy always he makes a face. He's just like at Frank, and you knew we knew what he meant. Like you don't even have to know about the mafia, and you see that, and you're just like that guy's getting killed. He's just like he just looks at him, just like. Okay, he's gonna die. <laughs> and then it just turns to Frank, and he's just like, yeah. I gotcha. The unspoken language. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my favorite scene was definitely the when they had the meeting, and like they were all like... In Florida? Mm-hmm. In Florida, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it, yeah. It's summer. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> Literally everything about that. Even, even like how they're like, it's how he said it's summer, how... Uh, he wanted the apology and like all that shit, but even just like them in the background being like, "No, come on, come on, guys, let's just sit down, let's go, let's you know calm down and shit." Like the whole entire scene as a whole entire piece was perfect. I like that one. Speaking of that part of that scene with the guys in the background, I like it when like after Jimmy Hoffa is just like a fucking wop cocksucker, he just pants into New York. He's like laughing his ass off. He's like Jimmy, what are you fucking crazy? He's like laughing. <laughs> 
Literally. That's like literally how you are with your boys. Like when your boys say something crazy and it's hilarious, you're like, come on, what are you saying? <laughs> you know? I think this is the last uh, like gangster movie we see from De Niro and I agree. Pacino. Probably I think this, is, this was it for them. It might be why it was so long because they knew this was going to be it for them. Well, they're too old now. Yeah, they're too old. And you're right, maybe Squid. Squeezy. <laughs> Scorsese. 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 This is probably might be his last movie too. Even though he's made some really good ones in recent years, like The Wolf of Wall Street and this movie, I think this might be it for him too. I mean The Wolf of Wall Street was definitely better. But I uh, I agree. Hundred percent. The thing that's great sure. about um that director is just the way he edits things, how he does voiceovers to be like dialoguing it and the music he chooses. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that made Goodfellas, which is why you guys should watch it is so great is the soundtrack is phenomenal like phenomenal like like all the like you'll listen to it and the song goes perfect you're like whoa you put you into it mm-hmm. watch it it's great I'll watch it. i have it on my phone favorite movie of all time is goodfellas really that's your favorite favorite movie interesting what's your um, favorite movie about all time. All time. Rob doesn't like movies yeah, that are like hard. before 2000 yeah i like yeah. movies like after like 2008 after 2008. Yeah, you know when people actually could act? You're you fucking <laughs> No, joke. Actually, I think I'm it's joking. wrong. Yeah, I think, I think it's the opposite. Shitty. Yeah, no, no, to no, the no. 2000s. No, I think just mainly like graphics and stuff like that. Got there. But like Apple He's like that say. fake CGI That's like, that's, that's, that's like an Apple user would say. No, no, no. I'm probably like Michael Bay movies because no, they no, have no, a no, massive no, explosion. All right, first of all, I don't have like a favorite movie, but there's movies that are like really up there. Like John Wick, up there. Of like one of the best movies of all time. Then Not there's the other best movies movie that people won't agree with. It's that a... I won't want that I don't want to say because I know people don't agree with Come on, say, say it, it, say it. So like one for me, another one would probably be like Edge of Tomorrow. Great movie. I don't even know what that I've is. never even heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Cruise, no? No, no. First of all, no. I don't watch anything with Tom Cruise because he's it's annoying. True. He's a little prick. Are you fucking joking? He's a right terrible now? actor. Tom Cruise terrible is actor. basically Jesus. What are you talking about? All right, maybe we should take a break. <laughs> Rob's get a little crazy. It's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is like 5'5". Five five. All right, another... People don't, talk, people don't talk about that enough. He is his, like 5 yeah, feet tall. Yeah, he's short right? He's a short little dude. Fuck about how tall he's he shorter than me, and that's saying... Did you, you not see all the people he's saved in Mission Impossible? He's an animal. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, ever, you ever read the stories about how they have to film the movies with the cameras angled up Absolutely. so he looks taller yeah. than other people around him? <laughs> but he does his own stunts. Like I don't care that he does his own stunts. I mean, if you were that, that short, you have nothing to live for. You might as well do your own stunts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you guys. Yeah, didn't he I'm break like, like every bone in his body? Into that yeah, I mean, he's got little bones. No. <laughs> he's, of course, he's going to break them. one little bone, right? It's a little something, like a fracture or something. I finally found someone shorter than me, so I'm going to roast the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Alright, did anyone see Oblivion? No. no? I just told you, anything yeah, with Tom Cruise. You guys literally Cruise. avoid Tom Cruise. This I've Tom seen Cruise. one Mission Impossible movie. Tom Cruise Which is literally... One? I don't know, there's like ten of them. I don't Can know we all agree that Tom Cruise is, is... He does more stunts than he acts because he knows he's a shitty actor? Tom Cruise is a great actor. But how would you know? You don't watch your movies. I've seen like him on television movies, like like. Uh. They, listen, if your movies are on TV more than they're on DVD, they're not good. They're movies. not good movies. Wait, what true. movies? Are, which movies have you seen? I saw that bl- that American Made movie recently. I saw that in theaters. That had, that was like two years ago. It came out. Oh man, fuck that shit! I didn't even watch that one. It needs to be either Oblivion, Edge of Tomorrow, one of the Mission Impossible. Wait, do those all have Tom Cruise in them? <laughs> Yeah. So, like, he's just a Tom Cruise fan. <laughs> His Tom favorite movie is that it's all have Tom Cruise in them. No, no, no. no yeah. I'm not saying... What is it about Tom Cruise that you love so he's much? He's a great actor. But what about his acting makes you like him? He's just a great actor. What do you mean? But, he's like, a... his deliveries, his... his yeah, his, sure, his deliveries. His hand motions, his, uh, his depth. But he's not the best actor. He's not, like, really good at acting. He's not, like, somebody that could do... Like, he just said he's a great a actor. <laughs> he's not He's not a great love movie actor. Like, he's good for action movies. He's a great action movie actor. I think action you know movies... It's a stunt for you. It's you? not That's the stunts. It's just, like, it's his facial expressions. His delivery stunts, yeah. of... The, he, he transfers how he's feeling to you. Just by his body language. You, you watch Mission saying? Impossible and you get Tom Cruise's train fan, his feels. emotion <laughs> to you. Yeah. Did you not see his Mission emotions Impossible 3? I'm going to die. Yeah, <laughs> Help like, me. What? Mission Impossible 3. Did you guys watch that one? 
That's like the best Mission Impossible right Maybe. There. I think I saw the newest Mission Impossible, whichever one that was. Like the scene where he thinks his wife is dying. Did you ever see that? that, part, that you've seen that one or not? I don't remember. The movie was, the, the movie was so unmemorable. It's a terrible movie. It's a terrible franchise. You can watch Mission Impossible 3, and then, we'll, then we can have a conversation Listen, about you're not going to sell okay? me on that terrible Wait, first franchise. First off, you know, you know the franchise is terrible, and you have to get to the third movie in the <laughs> series to call it a good no, franchise. Yeah, good. High five, dude. That's fire comedy. The other ones are good. <laughs> then why are you talking about the third one if the other ones are good? Because the third is my favorite. Ah, it's your favorite. It's my favorite. third is my favorite, yeah. Okay, who's your second favorite actor? So, he's not even my favorite actor, but um, that's hard. I don't know. I gotta think about it. You gotta give me some more time. What's like your like your go to actor? Like if he was in the movie, you saw him in the credits, like you would want to see it. Um, that's another one. I got I gotta think. I gotta think about that for a minute. I'm sure I got like five or six different people that like I have to follow. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple too. God, who? I would say. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, but he only makes a movie like once every like four years. That's why now. they're so good, though. Yeah, because he true. puts a lot of depth into the characters. Too. Um, I really like Tom Hardy as an actor. Right, Tom yeah. Hardy, they're cool. You like yes. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy oh, is the go. fucking man. I especially like him. I love Peaky Blinders on Netflix, and Tom Hardy is, I think, phenomenal in that show. Tom Hardy's a great actor. He's a very My good actor. actors are Jack Nicholson, yeah. Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. And DiCaprio. You're saying no to all these actors. These are literally re- listed as the best actors of all time. And yeah, but I'm saying they're older actors. Rob just like, you're Rob. like Pacino. Rob's Rob. just like, no, Rob. Tom Cruise. This <laughs> is exactly like, Rob, I will say this right now. You have good taste in everything except movies. You have terrible taste in right. movies. I gotta think of a different movie. The fact movie that you there, say like, that, that any movie it. before 2008 is trash literally makes me mind blown because I feel that every movie after 2008, except of Wolf of Wall Street and The Departed, is pretty garbage. <laughs> I, I mean, will you agree? Like, they're all focusing more on CGI and explosions. Yeah, There's, I mean, The Dark Knight was phenomenal. Dark Knight was phenomenal. I'll give it Dark that. Dark Knight is good. Dark Knight was actually 2008, exactly. So that's where it so hits the mark. That's where right it there. hits it. So you're saying everything after Dark Knight, Listen, basically. Let me tell you why. I like movies that have story and yeah. depth and character development. Rob just likes movies where there's action. No, I don't. That's not true at all. You just said all the movies you liked <laughs> were about Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise. No, and- I'm just saying Tom Cruise. When we were talking about Tom Cruise, he has great movies. You guys are like, ah, he just sucks, blah, blah, blah. Mission Impossible 3 is like an amazing movie. It's not just okay, it's amazing. Great movie. So that right there excludes <laughs> it from being just an average actor. That's one of his amazing movies. Other ones. You need, a, you need at least amazing. five. You need five amazing movies to be an amazing actor. Can we all agree <clears throat> with that? Yes. Rob, okay. will you agree with that? Okay, oh, just hold up. No, I'm not saying he doesn't have them. I'm just saying <laughs> I, would you agree with that, that status? Yeah, I'm going to deliver those right to you right now. Oh, Minority Report. What? You, <laughs> you haven't seen Minority Report? Oh, no. my, the fact that you... What in the fuck? Keep listening. Let's see how many we okay. know. The fact that... I'm just very... So far, that's what, three right. that we don't know that he's in? Okay, first of all, let's start by saying all the Mission Impossibles. That's five already. Done. Next, moving on. Uh, no one's going to agree with this. I personally liked The Mummy. I thought it was great. This uh, new one? Having, yeah. It was okay. Okay, yeah, no okay. fire, okay. Jack Reacher. I've never seen it. Jack Reacher. Never the seen, fuck, never seen it. guys, come on. <laughs> Jack Reacher, fuck. Can I see what the, the picture looks like? Maybe I've seen it. I think uh, I've Jack seen Reacher? it. You probably haven't seen it. All right, hold on. Let me, pull, pull, let me find the first one. Oh, there's more than one. There's, <laughs> there's always more than one. With Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. yeah. Come on, he needs that. That's one. That looks like a shit movie, but come on. <laughs> it's fucking Jack Reacher. You know it's a bad movie when you see the poster and you're like, yeah, that's a shit, shit movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding a fucking sig and that's it. <laughs> It's like John Wick, but not nearly as good. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's poster number two. There's poster number two. So well, basically it's the listen, same thing, but a different angle. You're bad at selling movies. <laughs> it's like, the scale is like, all right, how good is this movie? Well, like, it's not John Wick. Not John good. Wick, but it's good. <laughs> Tom Cruise is in it, so it's automatically okay. <laughs> all right, all right. He's, it was great. They're both so great. wait a minute, are you telling me though that, because you made a noise when I said Jack Nicholson, do you not think he's a great actor? I think he's a great actor. Yeah, you can't just, compare Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise. Okay, basically the way I feel about that is Jack Nicholson is a great actor, yeah. but 
he just isn't in movies like that now. And oh, he's also old. Yeah. So, but even like his movies that he, he doesn't have a wide variety of movies that are like really great. What are you talking, are you talking about? about? I'm not saying his acting was bad. I'm saying the movies weren't that. Good. Literally, almost every movie he's been a star in has won an award. Yeah, but they're just because they won an award doesn't mean it was great. It means what? That- all right, Rob, you're crazy. <laughs> you're Listen, crazy. This happens all the oh, time. Let me, list, people- let me list some movies, and you're going to tell me they're not great. Go ahead. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, it's pretty good. The okay. Shining. Yeah, it's pretty good. Batman. His no. No? What? You don't like a joking? No, really? Wow. Wow. I don't. I don't That's like That's because it was Joker. before 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Ross face. He just gave me the death stare. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't good. It just wasn't. It wasn't. I, I ain't got shit for you. That's all I got. The Go Departed. The Departed? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. That's phenomenal. Yeah, they're all pretty good movies. They're not amazing. So basically, Saul just listed five Jack Nicholson movies, and you said four of them were... Pretty good. That's it. Pretty Only good. pretty good. So you like Jack Nicholson? Yeah, I like him. He's not... You'd he's, say he's better than Tom Cruise? Fuck no. Wow, wow, wow. Jack, wow. I wish Jack Nicholson was here right now. You know what we should try to do? Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise. Let's get them in here and have them fight to the death. Whoever wins is the best actor. I would love to see this. Tom Cruise might win. Because he does his own stunts. Then again, he is a little guy. And we no. get Trump to comment it. We're like, that little guy, what's his name? He just jumped on uh, the fatso. <laughs> You do know that Jack Nicholson also has had, he's won an award from Playboy for having the most sex out of any actor. Like, he bags bitches. How do they even, like, measure that? Well, like, he's had, like, people People have come out, like, Matt, like over 300 girls have come out and said they've had sex with Jack Nicholson. Well, of course, every girl can say she and has sex with Jack Nicholson like if, he, if they could. Well, he's known for being a womanizer. Like, uh, he, like he's known for it. Right. It's his uh. personality. Because she's not married or anything, is she? He was. A da- he dated this you know, very seriously. This woman who was another actress, and she broke his heart. Uh-huh. I'm gonna keep listening, li- listing Jack Nicholson movies. I'm gonna find older ones. Maybe you won't know them. And I want to hear your opinion on all of these. Okay, that's fine. All right. So first of all, Top Gun. Was- as good as it gets. Yeah. Top Gun. That, that's good. as good as it gets. Okay. No, no, no. That movie, as good as it gets. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. All right. I will say that I am scared about the don't new Top Gun. You don't know it? I'm scared that they're going to ruin Top Gun. With the new one. Gonna. I can't see them doing it good now. No. No way it's good. Oh, he was married, by the way. Yeah, there have been. A few good men. Tom Cruise is in that movie. Rob. Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise are in that movie together. A few good men. A few good men. I can't remember. <clears throat> Bucket list. Bucket is such a good movie. Oh, Very good movie. That's all right. Morgan Freeman too. Come on. Anger oh, management. Man. Hilarious. Eh. With Ben Stiller. Eh. Mm, never seen that one. That's okay. Oh my god. The Pledge. Don't know it. I'm really worried for your sake, guys. Hoffa. He was in a Jimmy Hoffa movie too. It says. Really? He was Hoffa in Jimmy Hoffa. I could see that. I mean, the more I'm looking through, fucking. Tom Cruise movies. I'm like, yeah, he really is a great actor. There's like fucking fire ass movies in this bitch. Yeah, they're fire because they all have CGI and effects. <laughs> Valkyrie, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder was funny. Lions for Lions. He was in Tropic, Tropic Thunder? Thunder. Yeah, see, that's how unrecognizable Tom Cruise is. I didn't even yeah, know he was Tropic in that movie. He was a fucking lawyer in the shit. That the was really lawyer. Tom Cruise. That was the Tom bald, Cruise. The, the bold fat dude. Yeah. You mean the producer Tom, guy? Yeah. That was funny. I'll give him that. He there was funny. Go. He was funny yeah. in that movie. See, he's got fucking different, different things he can play. Fucking what about War of the Worlds? Collateral. There's not even that much action in that bitch. Never heard of Collateral. Oh. Yeah, I love how I haven't seen like most of these movies. Yeah. The Last Samurai. <laughs> nope. And of course, fucking... Then older movies I don't watch. Yeah, okay. Because they're like from the 90s. I feel like you lose the argument just from that statement alone. I will not watch movies that are in the 90s. Like, doesn't that automatically right, just listen, check you out? The number one reason why I don't like to watch movies from the 90s is quality. Quality. That's simple quality, yeah. See, he does like CGI yeah, and, and bombs CGI. And, and explosions. No, no, no. I, it's not necessarily the bombs, explosions, or any of that. It's, it's just it's, the physical quality of the screen. The camera. The camera, the camera quality is, is not the there. Graphic, not, the graphics are not it's there. It's not 4K. Graphics are CGI, aren't they? No. No. What do you mean? 
TG equipment wasn't as good back then either. Well, naturally. It yeah. was in the 90s. So yeah. it, it looked better today. I, I understand what he's saying. Because if you watch older movies, like uh, the camera like, is not as good. Enough. You could tell it's a 90s film, 80s yeah, film, whatever. But that's where you have to rely on the depth. Yeah, that, the that's character. when the acting and that's, the story and that's what comes she, into play. That just shows you that they were better actors. Because they had to work harder and be better actors. Because they didn't have effects and better camera work and graphics to make the movie better. It had to be based off the actual actors and how well they portrayed their character. I think those movies were great back then. Good. Back when everyone looked at the TV and saw the shitty-ass quality and was like, oh, yeah, this is shitty. This is normal. This is what we're used to. Let's watch this Rob, shitty quality just, movie. I don't take so anything we- you say right now seriously. You just said Tom Cruise is a great actor. You've listed 20 movies. I only heard of two, and they weren't that good. <laughs> well, that's because you sip it on that haterade, bro. Tom Cruise is the fucking god. All right? Somebody come would get you, Saul's haterade out here. Would you blow Tom Cruise if he was in the room right now <laughs> and like, ask for Tom it? Tom Cruise at 5'5"? Five, five? Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how big his cock is. If he's five five, you better have a massive job. <laughs> oh my god! How... I will say that who's the best director? Your favorite director? Martin Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. Um. Mine Tarantino. I knew Mine's Tarantino. Tarantino. He's he's my second favorite. They're close, Tarantino. But Tarantino's a uh, whole different directing style than any. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's just my preferred style. Yeah. Like Pulp Fiction, phenomenal. That's Reservoir my favorite Dogs. movie of all time. Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction, great movie. It's one of my top mm-hmm. fives. Yeah, it's pretty good. The new movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, phenomenal. I heard it was great. Is it a musical movie? No. Because someone said that Leo was a musical guy. Well, it's the way the movie is. It's sort of like a movie within a movie. Okay. So like Leo playing a struggling actor. So a lot of the movie is him acting in movies or roles. Is um, what's his name's in that too? Charles Brad Manson, right? Charles Manson's in that too, isn't he? Yeah, it's about Charles Manson too. But he's not really... He's only in it one time for about like 30, 45 seconds. That's it? That's all you see of him. Oh. Because it's about, it's, it's about the Manson murder, yeah, but yeah, Manson okay. doesn't actually do any of the murders. So, they, yeah, they played it right. So, yeah. Oh, actually, I want to see that. I heard it was really good. It's very good. Yeah. Brad Pitt... I don't, I'm not a big Brad Pitt fan, but I thought he, he was phenomenal smoked. in that movie. He's good with other characters. Like, yeah. Brad Pitt was phenomenal in all the Ocean movies. Mm-hmm. When he had... Um, Orlando Blue, well, not Orlando Blue. What's his name? The other guy in Ocean's those Ocean movies. Oh, no, I haven't seen the Ocean movies. What? Where they yeah. rob everything? They yeah. rob casinos. You never saw that? Mm-mm. Really, Rob? Yeah. Have you seen those movies? Yeah, of course. They're great, right? Yeah, they're they're pretty good. I wouldn't say they're amazing. No, they're not amazing, but they're good. Like you could watch them. Yeah, yeah, I could watch them. They're not amazing, for sure. Anyway, uh, Christopher Nolan maybe too. Inception. Uh, uh, okay. Can I see what he looks okay. like, Christopher Nolan? No, he's just a director. He doesn't really uh, George Clooney. He's in that Clooney. Ocean movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, Christopher Nolan. Okay. He's good. He did that one. That one movie I liked, the Edward Scissorhands guy, with the Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, he did that movie. Uh, what the fuck is that called? Um, and he also did that Nightmare Before Christmas movie, right? Uh, the animated. Yeah, yeah, that was a good movie too. Might have done. Uh, and he did that that one with the with the knife. Okay, listen. First, I'm, a lot of stuff I'm gonna list why he's the best director, and also these are some of my favorite movies, which okay. I didn't remember at the time. Uh, Dunkirk's not my favorite, but that's a Dunkirk. I saw that. Movie. That's a phenomenal movie. Phenomenal. What's it about? I've never seen it. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. It's about um Dunkirk. War. Oh, the, the war evacuation movie. Uh, of listen, the British. I did soldiers. see that movie. Let me tell you something. I was in the theaters and I fell asleep. During the, you the, fell asleep? During the war. You didn't see it. I saw an IMAX. I saw an IMAX too. You fell asleep during the I IMAX? Tell me. It's tell like me. constant. Like, yeah, 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 I know. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. insane. I was on a date too. Yeah. That's a true story. <laughs> I don't know why I fell asleep. I'll give it a go again though. That shit is fire for sure. You gotta uh-huh. give it another run. Uh, also, Inception. One of the best movies of all fucking okay. time. Facts. Not one of the best movies, but it's a good movie. Inception. Come on, man. That's when Leonardo DiCaprio is in that movie. I've never seen it. That's when they go in the dreams, right? I've never seen Inception. Hold on, let me see the movie. (laughs) Watch your dirty mouth. Hold on, let me see what it looks like. Watch your fucking dirty mouth, Let me see what the screen looks like. Come on, I want to make sure I'm not... Yeah, I saw that when they go in the dreams. It was okay. You never saw it? It had DiCaprio, too, and I haven't seen it. Rob really likes the action movie. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's, that's, that's fine. Not just ones like that's, that. It's ones that like make your mind move. Like Inception. Yeah, Inception was, was like that. So, yeah, I will give you that. Yeah. Uh, the Prestige. Not that much action in that bitch. The Prestige. Mm-hmm. Never saw Amazing it. Never fucking. 
Todd's about to blow up. <laughs> Interstellar. Also, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, let me see what it looks like, too. Oh, with Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey? No, I haven't seen it. No? no. Where he goes to space? No, no, I never saw it. Was it good? One of the best movies of all time. I don't like space yeah. movies. Space I, movies I'm are good. I'm not a big oh. space fan movie either. I don't like, like, like the Martian. Life. Apollo 13 is one of my favorite movies of all time. That was a good movie. I that saw was a good that. Movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um, Man of Steel. Oh, it was all right. Man yeah. of Steel, great. Listen, I compare movies like that to like The Godfather, which I think is the best movie that was ever made. Mm. And so did majority of the world, because it literally is number one on, on every list. And, I mean, have you seen The Godfather? I've seen parts of it. I always fall asleep during it. Really? Yeah. Because it's a dong. It's three and a half hours, too. Yeah, but you got to appreciate it. I know, I don't appreciate it yet, so that's why yet. I, you I will, fall asleep. You will I will, though, definitely, one day. Have you ever seen The Godfather? Uh, a long time ago, I don't remember it, because it was so stupid. All right, Rob. <laughs> Rob, literally, we, what, what, the whole audience is going to get out of this is that Rob has the worst taste in movies. <laughs> like, no, I, I, in fact, I let's do a poll. Younger. We're going to do an Instagram poll. How many followers do we have on the Instagram? Like five of us? Like 12 right so, now. So we're going to do an Instagram poll for all 12 of you followers that listen to this. Does Rob have good taste in movies overall? Yes or no? Just, it's two, two of those followers are us. So there's like 12% of the, the total right there. Well, I'm one of those followers. That's definitely going towards me. So. It's on. I'm going to make different accounts following. All right. All right. So we're doing this. Let's do it. <laughs> I will go back to the, he said, um, you mentioned Apollo 13. I, Tom Hanks, one of my favorite actors Tom of Hanks all time. Tom Hanks is a good actor. Yeah. Also, many of his movies are some of the greatest of all time. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's a good movie. Saving Private Ryan. Another good movie. Phenomenal movies. Yeah. I might even go see a new one about Mr. Rogers. I heard it's phenomenal. Mr. It looks Rogers good. movie? Yeah, Mr. Rogers. You know Roger what movie David? I want to see that they also say is phenomenal? That new Ben Stiller movie where he's the jeweler, but also the bookie. That's supposed to be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, like, phenomenal. I haven't seen anything for that. I listened to it on Howard Stern. They interviewed Ben oh, okay. Stiller. I didn't even hear about it till then. It's supposed to be phenomenal. Okay. I don't know. All right. Uh, okay, I think that about does it for a movie today. <laughs> uh, do you have any um, advice? Advice for the listeners? I do have some advice. You know how I like to end all these with a nice advice piece. If you're in the mafia and you work with the mafia. Do what they tell you. Otherwise, you'll end up like Jimmy Hoffa, and your best friend's going to shoot you in the head a couple times, and then no one's going to know where you're buried, and your family's going to be sad. So just do what the mafia says, okay? Or just don't get involved with them. And if you do, just do what they say. They'll kill you. Kill them before they kill you, right? Good luck. <laughs> that's all I have to say to that part. But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We kind of went off a little bit at the end there about movies. I think it was funny, though. It was, it was definitely a good talk. Mm -hmm. But um, we'd like to hear what you guys have to think uh, about that movie, so please let us know. Um, we talked a lot of hate on it, but we talked a lot of love on it, too. I definitely think it was a good movie. It mm. wasn't the best, but it was it a good best. movie. 7 out of 10. Yeah, I'd give it an 8. Give it an eight. I think it's because I watched it twice, though, and yeah. I picked up on more depth. Which I think was, either way, they just, it's too long. So that was a big thing with it, though. It is very long. Yeah. Alright, so, everyone listening out there, reach out to us. Give us some feedback. Follow us on Instagram. And by the way, guys, I love all of you. All of you. Love us back. Listen to this. Otherwise, I'm going to send that Irishman up to your house and he'll make you listen. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, you know what? I'm going with the threats. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just go with that. We ended on that. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great day.